that I let you all know what's going on in my life and what's made it so difficult for me to continue doing this and continue making my podcast episodes and finishing off this season. It's because I just kind of want you to know a little bit of what's going inside and going in, 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 in my life. So the Chronicles of a Sandwich, that's me. It's my life. It's who I am. I'm in the middle. I'm taking care of mom, taking care of my kids, taking care of my husband, making sure everything's handled at home, but making sure everything's handled at their house, making sure all of that's going on, which is fine. I mean, that's kind of my responsibility. I'm the oldest of four, so I've taken on their responsibility forever, and I don't um, you know, see it ever changing. Uh, that way, we just actually just finished working on their wills and just finished doing all of that. So... Um, I handle all of those things. I kind of deal with all of that and all of those um, papers and things that we need to get organized. But Friday, I was called in. Uh, My dad called very early in the morning and just very upset. She wasn't functioning. She wasn't doing well. So for me, it was just, you know, a matter of like getting there, making sure that the doctors knew, you know, all of her conditions. And, um, but it was just not, it was just not fun. It was not easy. It was just very difficult to see her crying and suffering and screaming and the paramedics, you know, trying their best to get her going and to get her, you know, in a good place. But obviously that, that's just, you know, the way it is. It's just go into the emergency and get going. And the reason why I tell you all of this is because I think there's so much that we don't know about how to handle emergency situations, especially with our parents. And um, it's a learning process because you have to be ready to get clothes ready for her. I have to be ready to make sure I have her insurance information, to have her ID information ready to go. Um, I had to pack a bag for her in literally a minute so that I could follow her to the emergency room. So there's a lot of things that I, I believe, you know, we could learn from another person's experience. And so that's why I'm, I'm talking about it here. And I'm giving you all this, this backstory um, and behind the scenes of what's going on because you know, paramedics will ask the questions and they'll want to know if there's any, any, any pre-existing conditions or they're wanna, they want to know, you know, her history, her medical history. So you have to be ready to, to give all of that to them so that they're ready and prepared to help her. So going into the emergency room, we took her to Methodist Willowbrook, where, which is closer to her house. Um, she was admitted in that Friday. Again, you know, leading up to that day, the week before, I had just been having some severe creative block. I just could not get myself to go into the studio to record anything. I was just not feeling it. And I think in my mind or in my heart, I was just not in the right mindset. And, and then when this happened to her the, this last weekend, it sort of like made me realize that um, I probably was just not ready for anything. And I had to kind of jump in for that. And, and Thankfully, I work from home, so I have an online store. I do e-commerce from home, so I'm able to leave immediately and go handle all that stuff. But I can't imagine anybody else having to deal with any of that. It's just not easy. It's just not, it's not something that I wish on anybody. But if this helps you, so letting you know what kinds of things you got to be ready for. The doctors, especially in the emergency room, are just going to ask for her, her meds because they want to know what she's been taking, what she's been eating, um, what they have, um, um, if they went anywhere, if they were out of town, if they've had COVID recently, if they've been vaccinated. So all of those questions you have to be ready for. And this is a conversation. If you are a sandwich and you are a person who's dealing with handling, managing your parents and managing your kids or managing a life, managing a, a job, and you're literally kind of stuck in the middle, these are good things to kind of start thinking about. 
you know, initially. And also make sure you talk to your family about a DNR. If you, if you have a form where they have already said they do not want to be resuscitated, that is something else that needs to be brought up and discussed. It is so important that you have all of that information when you're walking into the emergency room, especially in these hospitals that are so busy right now. Some of them um, don't, have, don't have enough beds. So they're only kind of taking in the ones that are like really critical care. So thankfully she went in for critical care and she was able to be handled and taken care of. And the doctors were amazing. The nurses were great. She was having to, to get uh, electric shock because her blood pressure had gotten so low that she needed to go in with electric shock. She was also having renal failure because she was so dehydrated and she takes diuretics. So that added to everything, all the diuretics that she takes plus um, her vomiting and her diarrhea, something made her sick that she was so depleted and there was a, an accumulation of potassium in her kidneys. So having that accumulation of potassium in her kidneys sent her, her blood pressure dropping. Um, she started becoming delusional. So one of the things that they did first and foremost was just get her blood pressure stabilized, um, work on getting her, her potassium levels lower. It was at 7.1. They eventually got it lower, but it was a whole day in the emergency uh, room, you know, trying to get her back to normal and trying to get her. And, and so one of the, the worst things about this whole thing is that she has a hard time getting blood drawn because there's, they can never find a vein. So she was poked a lot. And so as her advocate and her and the person who's there, who's kind of, kind of handling everything for her and taking care of, it was my job to also let them know that in order for them to draw any blood, they needed to use an ultrasound machine. And that, um, you know, that there's, that she's a, a cancer survivor and she's, she doesn't have um, the access to one of her arms because of, of the breast cancer from that side of, of her body. So that's another bit of information that I have to give all these doctors. So if you have somebody that you take care of, make sure you write all these things down or make sure you remember all of these things because they're gonna ask you and you wanna make sure that you're super informed and, and, and there when they ask you, because a lot of times these doctors are just going based on what's going there, what's what's happening there at the moment. But if somebody has some background for them and just lets them know, you know, she's a survivor, she, you can't take blood pressure from that arm, you've got to use the other arm, or, you know, you can't bl draw blood from her because she can't, you, it's just extremely difficult. You need to use an ultrasound. There's just so many things that you have to be, you know, kind of conscientious. Anyways, this has led me to just have the most the most ridiculous the most awful um creative block um the most awful block overall like i haven't been wanting to do anything and not because of her like she's better now like she was in the hospital for a while but um you know having to push myself out uh, and and doing things and like setting up my recordings and setting up my interviews to finish these these the season season off it's been really, really, really hard. Um, I just, I'm extremely type A, so I work really hard at having a routine. I, I have schedules. I have, uh, I organize my days. Everything is, is for me according to plan. So for me to have that, um, the, those things happen. So learning lesson, um, in the future and from now on I'm going to have a bunch of episodes just batched and ready to go and ready to be published I'm not going to be doing one at a time anymore I haven't done that but because I've been in such a bad place lately 
I feel like I have a, a, a dark cloud over me and I, and I just can't get rid of it. Thankfully, I have to remember that uh, she's still here, that I'm still, we're still, you know, okay. She's gotten, she's getting better. She's healing. All of those things, just to say that as moms or as parents, sometimes we have to really take a step back and just focus on ourselves. So for me, this, these last, these, these next two or three days are going to be about just doing me and doing what I want to do for me and not for others and, you know, for anymore. Uh, I've gotten invitations to do something. I'm saying no to those invitations. I'm getting um, uh, asked to do certain things and I've just said, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not going. I can't. I'm just going to breathe, going to breathe, going to breathe. Because if I don't, it's it's just going to be an accumulation of frustration over frustration over frustration. So that's what's been happening with me these last few days. Um, sadly, I, I, um, I wish I could just... Actually, what I'm thinking about doing, and this is probably where my teaching comes in, is I'm going to create a blueprint to give all of you some idea of what to have to prepare if you are caught in an emergency situation like this and um, nobody else knows all of these things about you know who, who you take care of or who you're managing. For example, even if it's just your dad or your grandparents or, or a brother or a sister, there's always a, a caretaker. There's already, there's always someone that's like the, the point person for their health care. And I think if we, if we plan ahead for that and make sure that we have things in place, It'll be less stressful, and the chances of your family getting better will 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 be much high, much more highly favored. You know, it's it's just a matter of prep and and getting yourself situated because you know things like this will happen. And for me um, to get out of a creative block, I just have to have action. They always say action before motivation, and I really believe that because I'm not motivated by anything right now. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Um. I've, I've been hearing her crying a lot. I've been hearing her stories. Um, my mental state isn't, isn't good. My emotional state isn't good. I'm carrying a lot of um, her sadness too. So um, I think it's important that we, that, that as, a, as a person, that you kind of just take a step back and, and just, just either chill and then do the things, if you, if you know there's something that makes you happy, like for me, there's certain things that just make me happy, I'm just going to do them and take the action towards them and just um, wait for the motivation to come. So I'm recording today. It's an action mo moment, and so it'll motivate me to publish it. And I'm hopeful that you all get a little bit of an inside view of what happens, you know, for, for, for me. Um, I had a friend just last week mention how, you know, he, he thought that I had it all together all the time. I said, yeah, it takes a lot of effort to make it look effortless. I said, but it does um, take a toll on you because you do put a lot of effort and you do plan ahead a lot and you do work towards making sure everything is always seamless. But honestly, it's like, um, I'm kind of like done with being like, always so on top of everything I'm just like gonna go with the flow and 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 this sort of thing because I don't have my episodes ready to go would have probably put me in a really bad place maybe two or three years ago but right now it's like you know I'm just thinking I want to just breathe and let go and not not let it like consume me because I, I will be consumed by things that I can't control I just know that and it's just who I am 
But um, this is a live show, just a little chronicles of a sandwich. I'm the sandwich. I'm the person in between um, parents and kids working, trying to do my online, trying to, you know, have my podcast episodes, get you all the interviews that I think will impact the things that will inspire and educate you all. Because to me, that is so important. I've always been a teacher, always will be a teacher. So for me, that's super important. But reach out to me if you have a situation like this happen to you. I want to know if you've gone through something like that as well. If you, you know, have have a lot of responsibilities yourself. And like, if you think that maybe my experience and my behind the scenes and working with, with hospitals, working with insurance, because I work, I work with insurances all the time. I work with the, the hospitals all the time. I'm always on the, on the phone with doctors. I'm setting up appointments, trying to get pharmacies to approve medicines for them. Um, all of those things are just super time consuming and they can be extremely draining. And, and sometimes I think we take for granted our health and we take for granted how good things can be. And I did, I took my, my, my health for granted for the longest time. I was just assuming that I would always be well, but because of all of these different stresses and all these things, trying to take care of them, trying to take care of my, my, my life and my work and my kids, it's, uh, it's given me a, a, a lot of anxiety and hypertension. So I'm, so that's another part of it that caretakers also um, end up caring as they carry on everybody's problems and so it becomes a, a health and mental health issue for us as well and so for me just I guess accepting help it helps me even though I always feel like I'm the only one that can do it um accepting help going out maybe doing things even though I don't want to like do obligations I will do things that will just replenish me but if it's work, if it's some meeting, if it's some networking thing, I'm just not doing any of that. That's just, it's, it's, I have to force myself to do those in the first place. So I'm definitely not going to do them to force myself now. It's um, just the best, the best case scenario for me right now. So I'm grateful for you all to, to listen to this and then um, follow the podcast and follow at my Instagram account at Vibes by Alicia. And if it, it helped you, and if you want a, a one of, I'm going to create the blueprint. If that helps you and you need one of those, let me know too. You can reach out to me at aliciaelatasi at gmail.com. So let me know. I'm excited to share this with all of you. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely reality and it's definitely what's happening now. So definitely, um, I appreciate all of you listening and um, let me know if you're a sandwich too and if, uh, if, if you're struggling with that as well because it's not easy. Um, but yeah, she's better now. She's at home now. So if, if um, it took her five days in the hospital and so for five days I was consumed with all of that and so it zapped me of all of my energy and enthusiasm to do the podcast. But thankfully she's home now. So I'm here and um, just letting you all know um, my podcasts haven't gone out on time i've been recycling it's just been nutty but hopefully um the next season will be better and i can um, regain some control and regain myself again and get excited and enthusiastic about all of this again love you all thank you for for listening and uh, check out the next episode coming up we have a candidate that's going to be talking a little bit about uh, local um elections and also 
local policies and how that can affect our lives. So check that out. Love you all. Thank you.